Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful.com podcast, September 9th edition. We have UFC 203 coming up this weekend, WWE Backlash this weekend. We're ramping up our MMA coverage, all kinds of cool stuff. But we have the one, the only, Vince Russo here. Vince, how are you? I'm all right, Sean Ross Sapp. Congratulations on the wedding, bro. It's all behind you. Now we can think about children. <laughs> no, that's not happening. We have cats. No, come on. You, you're really not planning on having children? We might adopt down the line. Oh, okay. Might adopt. All right. All right. Might do that. Um, but yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, Vince. I'm going to jump right into it. Would you like to, me to open up the uh, show in, in, in song? Because I, yeah, I, I sing on my show and people like seem to enjoy well, that. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. We're not paying you anymore to do that. And I'm not going to guarantee that if it's good that we won't ask you to do it yeah. every time. I'll do it every single time. You just got to like, throw a tune out at me. Just throw something out and I'll do it. And it can't Shawn be Michaels, modern. Sean Michaels. I'm theme. not doing wrestling themes. So yeah, I should have known you. you you're going to throw me wrestling theme songs. I just want to hear you sing Sean Michaels theme. God, I, I got to remember words. Okay, you think I'm cute? You know I'm sexy. And then and then and I'm your sexy boy, sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy, boy toy. All right, let's go. Sherry Martell is rolling over in her grave right now. Wasn't she, bro? Yeah. Did you ever see the version that she did with Kurt Angle? No, I never did, bro. Is that on YouTube? Oh, it sure is. Oh, I got to watch that, bro. I got to watch that. Let me me pull up. I remember the lyrics. Um, (laughs) He talked about his signature moves. He said, the angle slam, the angle lock. Marty Jannetty still can't walk because he beat Marty Jannetty the week before. <laughs> and then he said, I'm just a sexy Kurt. I'll make your ankle hurt. Oh, that's great. I got I to watch that. And that's he, terrific. And Sherry, and Sherry was there with him singing it. I didn't even know that existed, bro. Now oh, I got to yeah. go look at that. that bro, was, isn't it sad, like, Sean? Like, I, I get sad all the time. Like, when, like, isn't it so like when you bring up some names, like when you talk about Sherry Martell and the reality is that a lot of people today that are fans like have no clue to who we're talking about. Yeah. And she was, she was tremendous, man. You know, when they, when they do this Dean Ambrose gimmick and I'm sure he's capable of pulling it off. The first thing I think is if that were to take off, it'd be Brian Pillman. What, and what's that's the Ambrose gimmick. Unstable, oh, crazy. Bro, come you know that. on, bro. Yeah, you're not. You're not a crazy guy by pouring a lot of sugar in your. Coffee. Exactly. Come on, exactly. bro. That's please. You're crazy by doing the type of things that Brian Pillman did. Oh my god, bro. He's spraying the hairspray and some, like what the what is? Yeah. How, how could somebody like in a creative meeting actually think that's good? 
I agree. And then, then I saw all the things that Brian oh, Pillman forget did. forget it. And it was so good, you didn't know. Yeah, forget you it, really bro. Forget know. it. Brilliant. Brilliant, bro. And how many, so and like how a, many people today, Sean, don't know who Brian Pillman is, right? A lot. And I hate that. I hate because, that. Hey, hey, he's a Cincinnati Bengal, too. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Perhaps the second greatest Cincinnati Bengal to ever wrestle Vince because Pac-Man Jones was once a TNA tag team champion. And you would couldn't. Well, I would. Let's not get panicky. <laughs> let's not get panicky. Pac-Man Jones undefeated in pro wrestling. Is he, is he still playing, bro? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have him on my fantasy team as the independent defensive player there you go. because he returns kicks. So we have that. So, of course, something that you knew I was going to ask you about it, Kevin Owens this week. He talked a little bit about you, and I heard was, I, I heard he talked about me today on on Jericho's show, which I'm thrilled about, bro. I mean, Jericho doesn't promote me on Podcast One, even though we're on the same channel. But uh, that's why I don't care what they said about me. I'm just happy they talked about me on this show. I'll listen to that later. Yeah. But he didn't really have anything negative to say. He was pretty just forthright about his feelings. He said that your criticisms. And, and I quote, as far as Vince Russo is concerned, I don't think he means a single word of what he says. I think he says all of it to get attention. I think he knows how good I am and that me being champion is a great move. He's just trying to rile people up. Now, Vince, I have never known you to be one to rile people up. Well, no, Sean, bro, listen. <laughs> Read that to me one more time. I don't think he means a word he says. What is that now? He says, I don't think he means a single word of what he says. I think he says all of it to get attention. I think he knows how good I am and that me being champion is a great move. He's just trying to rile people up. Bro, he, he is, I swear to God, bro, even Kevin Owens can't understand this. When I speak of these people, I speak of their character, bro. So when I criticize the Kevin Owens character – I'm not doing that to rile people up. It's how I really feel about the character. Now, if I was saying something personal about Kevin Owens, that, that's a totally different spectrum. But I don't say things to rile people up. I say things because I mean them. And, bro, I've also said this. He could be a good champion if they get the story right. If, if they sure. back Kevin with a good story with Triple H and all that stuff, he could be a good champion. So, I, bro, I don't say anything unless I mean it. Do you know that Kevin Owens' second language is English? Isn't that crazy to think based on how well he speaks it? Are you serious? He's, his first language is French. I don't think he started to speak English until his teenage years. I could uh, be wrong, yeah, though. No, that's, uh, that's incredible. That's remarkable. Yeah. Cesaro speaks like five or six, but you know he's he, you would never accuse him of having English as a first language. Yeah. Um. So we have this backlash show, and boy, it's a sad state of affairs. The show, mm. it looks sad. Mm. It's sad. I'll say that much. Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. Not a lot of build. They did the same thing with Bray Wyatt that they do every single time. He just shows up. There's no story. There's no reason, Vince, for either one of us to care. Well, you know, Sean, I'm, almost, I'm almost assuming, and you can tell me. Like, bro, he hasn't done anything on TV. The only assumption I can come to is, bro, is the guy hurt? I don't know. And I used to like if they did that, but that's when they had the Wyatt family, where he was kind of like the final boss sort of situation, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, I thought that was okay. But he has – and. Keep in mind, they also kept Cena off of SmackDown for several weeks, even though he was there, because yeah. he wasn't going to be on this pay-per-view. To me, I don't give a damn if John Cena's not going to be on the pay-per-view. You think somebody's going to cancel their network subscription uh, because John Cena wasn't on a B-level pay-per-view, co-branded? No. It's weird what they're doing. They have two hours, and Daniel Bryan... <laughs> Shane McMahon were very adamant in saying they do not want their show going three hours. Not that they have any say, but we got this Randy Orton-Bray Wyatt match that we've barely seen Orton in the ring. We haven't seen Wyatt in the ring. We haven't seen any story. Like I said, Wyatt just showed up. Last month, we saw Randy Orton get split wide open. No comeuppance, no revenge, nothing of the sort. 
Why are we supposed to care about this, fans? Uh, are we? Sean, How the hell? Sean, you know what the sad, you know what the sad thing is. You were just talking about, you know, we saw Randy Orton get a busted open no come up, and, and as you're saying that, I'm trying to think to myself, I don't even remember the last thing we saw Bray Wyatt do. What was the last thing Bray yeah. Wyatt did? I don't know. He wasn't on SummerSlam. So, do you know that what was the last thing he did? I'll look it up. I'm going to look it up right now. But yeah, he wasn't on that. Like, like, I can't even tell you the last thing the guy did. That that tells you everything right there, bro. I've said this before. It's really hard to build a supernatural character in 2016 because of how realistic everything is. They they did it with him. They didn't do supernatural. They did like a horror movie character, which I think is a hell of an alternative. Yeah, but you don't follow up on that. And you know what, Sean? With that type of character. Even if he's hurt and he can't wrestle, there's so many other creative things you could do to get heat. I mean, it, he doesn't have to be working a match, but, you know, just talking week after week after week, there, there's zero buildup to this thing. The last match that Bray Wyatt had was on SmackDown Live, and he didn't, he didn't wrestle in that match. It was just he left Eric Rowan there to get beat up. Yeah. So I'm looking back. He he lost to Dolph Ziggler August second. So we're talking and like really in over a month. And not only not only that, you just reminded me he left Derek Rowan to get beat up, and there was no follow up to that. Nothing. I Luke Harper should be back soon, and I hope they put Luke Harper back with Eric Rowan because they need they need yeah. a tag team pretty bad, but. He's been working singles matches or triple threat matches on the live events. And so and he's not hurt. Yeah, he's not hurt. That's just really weird. Uh, who who do you think's taking this match? Vince? I think that I, I think Orton. Just the way they book, you know, Orton lost to Rock Lesnar. Now they got to give Austin his win win back. They still think here's their mentality, bro. With with Wyatt, they think Wyatt's bulletproof because he can cut a promo, and they they don't they they they. they I, I, just, I can't believe this is coming out of my mouth. They don't realize how low they've dropped him down the food chain by just depending on the guy cutting promos. I agree. I agree. One thing I like that they did on SmackDown, but I don't know if I like the way they went about it, Vince. The Usos turned heel. Yeah, that was – They, they yeah. switched – they needed that. Yeah, they needed yeah, something yeah. different. Sean, how were, how bad how bad was that opening segment, bro? Oh, it was bad. Oof, oof. It was bad. Oof. They they really need to do the hide your weaknesses, play to your strengths. Thank deal. you. And, and bro, that this is what I don't understand as a producer, and I was going to say former producer, but I'm a current producer. You gotta protect your talent. When you know you have people that are weak on the microphone, that's what backstage pre-tapes are for. You could do it again and again and again and again, and you could protect your talent. To put all those girls out there, and oh my gosh, that was horrifying. Bro, I've seen better work on, on indies. I had a person that was commenting about the Eva Marie situation right after she got suspended, and they said, I can't believe Eva Marie is getting this super push and she can't do anything. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a second. She hasn't beaten anybody on the main roster. In NXT, she lost to Asuka and Bailey. She didn't beat anybody that she probably shouldn't have beat. Yeah. So what they're doing, it's sad to me that she's not wrestling, she's not talking, she's not beating anybody. That's probably the situation she should be in given her skill set. But it's sad to me, Vince, that playing to somebody's strengths, which is what they're doing with Eva Marie, which is why she's getting over so much, is considered a quote-unquote super push. This is what people should be doing. This is what they should be doing with everybody. Yes, That way everybody gets over. If Roman Reigns can't talk, don't have him talk for a long time. Have him go out there. You know what he's good at? He's really good at beating the living shit out of people. Yep. So, hey – why not have him do that? You know what the big show's really good at? He's really good at fighting small guys, punching people in the face, and saying things really quickly. You do that, maybe people don't get as tired with him. A, a Sami Zayn, he's really good at wrestling. Not maybe the best on the mic. You gotta, you have to cater each thing to each person and where yeah. you want to take it. And I think it's weird that people think that she's getting something she doesn't deserve. 
just because they're making her look good. Yeah, no, I agree with you, bro. I, I, and, and I mean, how do you not know the strengths and weaknesses of your roster? I mean, how did you not know? I mean, as fans, we know. We watch the show and we have an eye and we know. How could people, you know, managing the careers of these wrestlers not get that? I don't know, bro. I just don't know. Um, yeah, so, so that's what we, that's what we, uh, dealt with on Smack. Well, we didn't deal with that on SmackDown, but yeah, that was just something that kind of bothered me a little bit. We have the Usos against the Hype Bros. American Alpha had just squashed them, which I don't know how I feel about that, but I guess I'll see where it goes. But you have a couple guys who just got beat in 20 seconds. Hmm. But if they did win the titles, I guess that would put a little heat on them. Either way, the winner of that that match, which will almost surely be the Usos, takes on the team of Heath Slater and Rhino. So I'm not going to ask you about the Usos versus the Hype Bros. I think we know who's winning that. Who do you think takes the tag titles, Usos or Heath Slater and Rhino? Uh, God, bro, I hope it's Heath Slater and Rhino. I mean, I hope it is. I mean, it it needs to be. Um, and they could always, you know, I mean, Usos can always get heat on them after the match, you know, to, to, you know, but, um, I, I hope it's Rhino and Slater, bro. They need something new. Those two guys are so entertaining together and Rhino doesn't have to say a word. Yep. I agree. Heath Slater. I've loved everything he did. Did you see the segment before SmackDown where he had his whole family in the ring? I didn't see that yet, bro. I got to watch that. I heard about it, but I didn't see it. Oh, it's great! Now, why it's wasn't so now great. why wasn't that on TV instead of the 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 girls? Ah, they're stupid. I don't know. Jeez, it was a five minute segment, a great five they, minute they segment. Put that in place of the the women that just you know shat the bed, bro. They did. Is shat officially the past tense of shit? Yes. Shitted, but they couldn't have shit the bed. Shat, bro. Or maybe. Uh, Oh. Shat. Feels like it's not a real word. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Either way, The Miz takes on Dolph Ziggler in an intercontinental title match. They really shat the bed here, too, Vince. Bro, like, you know, again, bro, I'm, I'm always accused of bitter and this and that. Like, bro, let's make this easy on ourselves. Was there? Did anything good happen on SmackDown? I watched no. it for two out. Any? No, really, bro. Anything good? Anything? I I was hoping. I mean, my only hope was maybe we're gonna go back to Slater's trailer. That was my only hope. I'm saying, you know what? If they earlier in the week they went back there, it may it'll be worth that I watch the show. We didn't even get that, bro. We got nothing. For it was a giant. It was a giant waste of time. Yeah, you got two hours of nothing, bro. Nothing. So you think's taking this, Miz or Ziggler? Miz. I do too. Six-pack elimination challenge for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Naomi, oh. Natalia, Becky Lynch, Nikki Bella, Carmella, Alexa Bliss. This is another one that they have really failed to capitalize uh, on. I would have to think, though, it's Becky's time. I would have to think. I think they will go with, um, yeah, probably Becky. Probably Becky. Maybe Carmella so Nikki can chase. I don't know. And the only other announced match we have for a three-hour pay-per-view, Dean Ambrose versus AJ Styles. I'm sure the match will be really good because AJ Styles is in it. Uh, WWE World Championship. Will AJ Styles become world champion? I don't think so, bro. I mean, I don't. I don't unless they want to get back to Cena. You know what I'm saying, bro? Um, but I, I sure. you know, it, yeah, bro, they, they, they've been up and down with Ambrose for so long. If they take the belt off him now, he's going to go right back to up and down again. I don't know what it accomplishes because if they keep the belt on Ambrose and Cena comes back and Cena continues with AJ, that's the best of both worlds, I think. Now, the real main event of this weekend, by the way, I, I think that AJ will win. I do. The real main event of this weekend, Vince, let's not kid ourselves, CM Punk versus Mickey Gall. Yeah. What do you think? Of, he weighed in. What do you think about this? I, I cannot believe CM Punk is in that shape. Guy's in great shape. What do you weigh in at, bro? 170 pounds. 
Keep in mind, pro wrestling days, he was between 212, 220. Wow, wow. Isn't that what, crazy? What, what, what are the odds going into this fight, bro? I have seen them uh, anywhere from CM Punk at plus 250 all the way up to plus 350. So he is an underdog. People forget, though, he is training with one of the best camps in the world. He's training with a current UFC champion, a an undefeated uh, former Bellator champion, one championship champion. He's training with the Pettis brothers. He's got a lot of good things on his side. And they did that Evolution of Punk documentary, and from a technical standpoint, the, the strides that he made, man, from the first episode to the fourth episode, which was a year and a half span, were just incredible. They they I don't want to say incredible. It he improved at the rate he should have improved at. Now he's facing a guy who has four fights, two as an amateur, two as a pro. He has much more experience, but you never know in MMA because anything could happen. Mickey Gall could slip on a banana peel and fall on his head. You just don't know. Uh but yeah, I'm I'm excited. I think it's great. Yeah. I'm all for it. I do too, hey. and I hope he wins. I really hope he wins, bro. I, I hope sure. he wins. Listen, I'm not a you know, I, bro. I I actually didn't watch WWE during the rise of CM Punk, so like I'm not a CM Punk fan. I'm not either way, but I know the guy wanted this. I know he worked hard for it. He busted his rear end. I mean, I, it, it's a huge gamble. So I'm I'm pulling for him. Yeah, I can't wait for the fight. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people realize. I think that CM Punk's training camp is going to help out a lot because I don't imagine his coach putting him anywhere near that situation if he didn't think that he was ready. Yeah. And the condition, the, the change in his condition just since he had back surgery, he had a couple of uh, herniated discs that were taken care of, completely different. Yeah. Just, just way, way different. We've got an Alberto Del Rio page situation here. Del Rio was released by the WWE this morning. Vince, your thoughts? Great, great, great. This, yeah, bro, you know how I feel about him. This guy's a freaking star. Bro, this is what kills me. And, and I know you're going to get to page next, but here's what kills me, bro. When there are people that are really, really, really talented, Del Rio is in his prime. Freaking Page hasn't even started, isn't anywhere near her prime. You know what I mean? But when they're so gifted and so talented and they get caught up in this political rigmarole, whatever, and us as fans don't get to see them. And we don't get to see the greatness. And I think we're cheated out of that. So, like, whatever the case is, if the guy's going to be out there wrestling again, I'm thrilled to freaking death because he's a he's a good worker, he's a good performer, and I just want to see him out there again. Yeah, he proved his worth elsewhere. He went to yep. Ring of Honor. He he had some he had a couple good matches there, or at least a good little run. Lucha Underground loved him. Triple uh, A. Big star. He was a big star in Lucha Underground and AAA mm-hmm. because he was, especially the matter in which he was fired in 2014. That that was a big part of it. Hats off to Alberto Del Rio for refusing to take shit. Mm-hmm. I I respect that so much. And you could look at it and say, well, he's had a less than amicable exit from everywhere he's been. And sure, that's that's the case. But he's one of those guys who refuses to take shit in wrestling, and that I can appreciate. He knows he has options. If he wants to go kickbox in glory, he can do it. If he wants to fight MMA, he can go do it. If he wants to go to New Japan, he knows he has an option there. If he wants to run around in Mexico and wrestle, that's an option as well. Lucha Underground, probably love to have him. TNA wants him. Yep. I can't imagine a situation where Ring of Honor wouldn't bring him in again. So despite that, he has options. He has it's it's you know it he has options and that's that's a very good thing in pro wrestling page boy does she have options and i would imagine there'll be a package deal now i don't see why they wouldn't yeah i mean yeah i mean i don't i don't see why they wouldn't unless it was uh, uh not affordable for a lot a lot of people you know what i mean yeah. page versus evil east and lucha underground i would imagine that with their writing that would be really fun stuff yeah, I would love though, bro. Like I again with Corgan there, I would love to see TNA do something with Paige. Uh, you know, especially okay. they got that thing going on with the decay and the rosemary and you know Corgan's head and what Jeremy Borash can shoot. I mean, my God, bro. 
Did you watch that Delete or Decay? Yeah, I did. I did. I did too. I was sent an advanced copy because I'm super special. But because oh, <laughs> people love me, Vince. Oh. Um, and <laughs> I like that they stretch it out throughout the show. That's yeah. very smart to keep viewers around. And I was told by someone who may or may not be Matt Hardy that I would be introduced to Joe Frazier in this segment. There and you was, go. What the hell is he talking about? Yeah. Well, as Alex Palowski, he did his uh, zoo article about Matt Hardy a while back. We certainly were, and we got to see Matt and Jeff wrestle a kangaroo, Vince. Yeah, and freaking that kangaroo looked pissed off, bro, didn't he? Like, and did you see the, the, the claw? What do they call them? Claws or paws? What, what are they called? Remember when uh, you may, I think you were working for WCW at the time when Terry Funk got kicked by a damn horse. Yeah, bro. That kangaroo looked pissed and, and he looked like he had these big cuffs, whatever the heck they were. I mean, I wouldn't have messed with that thing. Animals are unpredictable. I, there's no way I would do that. You don't know if that kangaroo would eat your face yeah, off. And then and, and Jeff's trying to roll his eyes in the back of his head so he can't see what's going on. You know what I mean, bro? And I'm like, are you I figure, nuts, bro? I figure he has contacts in. Uh, no, nah, I don't think he is. I think he's trying to do roll the eyes back because he doesn't hold it for long, bro. That's why he wears sunglasses, oh, I man. think, in a lot of the scenes. Man. Unless I'm wrong. That's unless hurt. I'm wrong. I mean, take, take he used to, to roll him back. He didn't have sunglasses. Well, I mean, or no, contact lenses. But, I mean, his were like that through a lot of segments. So I just assumed. I could be no, wrong, No, you could though. be right, though, too, bro. I don't know for a fact. Something else I liked on TNA was the, the press conference they did with EC3 and Bobby Lashley is the real deal. I like that. But the, the story of this was Deleter Decay. It was really beautifully crafted, Vince. How they turned Matt Hardy, they, they capitalized on this and made him a babyface because they got him on the same page with his brother. I think that was that shows how, how well they did all this. Bro, you, you know what's the amazing thing about this show? And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you what's amazing about this. A lot of people do not understand. First of all, bro, like when I look at this from a creativity point of view, like I work with JB for many, many, many years, and I know Billy really well. So I'm, and, and you know, Jeff, Matt Hardy. I'm not surprised by the level of creativity. I'm really not. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't expect anything less from these guys. Bro, the thing that blows me away is the time in which they freaking put this together. Yeah. Bro, this was a legitimate six-month production that these guys put together in about six days. That's, yep. it, that's insane, bro. Insane. And they they did that with the first one with the contract signing, I believe. They put it together. It's they crazy. they filmed it. They filmed it over five hours. Yep, it's crazy, bro. Because it looks like it took them six months. I heard some rumblings in which EC3 vehemently denied that the parody that was done in Mexico that week took longer to film than the actual contract signing did. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. It probably so. So we have, you know, we have this Paige Alberto Del Rio situation, and we're seeing this happen more this year than ever. Those two are all too happy to leave. Ryback left. Cody Rhodes left. And you want to know something? And can I tell you something, Sean Rossap? This is where the WWE drops the ball. This should be their storylines, bro. Not, not, not old day. Okay, bro, the reality of the freaking wrestling business, bro. That this is where they they they, they don't get it. They they just the, don't get it, bro. The irony of that is if they had creative storylines like that and got more people involved, this situation wouldn't probably wouldn't You're be right. Happened. You're right, bro. You're right, but god, man, it's I'm great great time for a brand split, right? Yeah, I'm just begging them to do some just one thing out of reality you know you thought you were going to get some with daniel bryan in the miz and what did they turn it into a wrestling angle just one because they, time. They, they didn't think it would go that way they didn't think it would go that way and they backpedaled oh. meanwhile, meanwhile you think they could have used a ryback a cody rhodes a wade barrett a an alberto del rio a page on that smackdown that we saw tuesday night oh, bro it's rough, and, and the SmackDown viewership was down big time, 2.45. It is it is the week of Labor Day, but that ain't Labor Day. No, that's got, 377, that's, that's got nothing to do with it, bro. Labor Day, stop. 
And I know you know that. Why are you, you've got a white shirt on and it's after Labor Day. I got my Colorado Colts shirt today, bro. Come on. You're not supposed to wear white after Labor Day. I didn't know that, bro. You didn't know that? No. What's wrong with you, Vince? No. Jesus. Daniel Bryan still thinks he can wrestle. Bro, what was worse? Let me ask you this, Sean Rossap. What was sure. worse? Seriously. What was worse? Old day or the, the girls opening up SmackDown? Uh, I'm going to go with the girls, and here's why. Because there there is an argument to be made that maybe heels shouldn't be funny. And maybe, but the, here's the thing. If that was intentionally bad, then Gallows and Anderson should have been howling, thinking that it was the funniest thing ever. Right, right. But nobody else is laughing. Yeah. So I could see how that could kind of be construed as that, but that's a cover-up. That's a cover-up. It wasn't supposed to be that bad. Wow, that was bad, bro. It was. They were both really bad. And I know Carl Anderson, and I've I've seen – Luke Gallows, they are hilarious human beings. Yeah, they yeah. are so funny. I would watch a season of that ride-along show if it were just them. Yeah. Just them the whole time. Yeah, it's – it's. Mm. but it, back to some news stories. Daniel Bryan says he still feels like he can wrestle. Are you convinced that this guy isn't going to wrestle again? Hey, I know he's going to wrestle again, bro. And he's going to wrestle for somebody else because it ain't going to be the WWE. I know he's going to wrestle again. It's funny. When he talked about the Miz promo – he said, well, whether I can wrestle or not and whether WWE thinks I can or not is different, but it ain't going to be in a bingo hall. It might be in the Tokyo Dome, which, yeah. you know, that's pretty obvious. I think, and I'm positive he did this, I am 99% sure that he took this gig so he could unfreeze his contract because his, oh, contract, would, his contract would almost be up by now if not for all the injury time. What WWE does is they freeze your contract then. Because they don't want you to say that you're injured just to sit out. Yep. So that's what they do. Also, interesting quote, CM Punk doesn't talk a whole lot of pro wrestling these days. He did an interview with Errol Hawani, and he said that the WWE, from what he hears, needs more people like Bob Holly in the locker room. Here's the quote. <laughs> Bob Holly punched me in the eye as hard as he could on my first Christmas loop. I love Bob, though. The business needs more you have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. People like him about, right yeah. about now. There's nobody in that locker room that's in a good way an enforcer. Nobody's going to pick up the locker room. Nobody's going to clean up after themselves. It was happening when I was there. I was the guy picking stuff up. Eddie Guerrero would say, we pick up the locker room before you go? And I'd say, yes, sir. There's a lot of slobs. You can see people take off their wrist tape in the locker room and just throw it uh, on the ground next to the trash can. If you have a guy like Bob in the locker room, you are not trying to do that shit. 
No, yeah, no, bro. Locker room leaders are everything, everything. I mean, everything. And, you, you know, yeah, it's funny, bro. You look at their rosters now and you really got to ask who are the locker room leaders. I would have to think. I mean, well, obviously at SmackDown you got, I would have to think it's Cena and, and Orton, right? Yeah, absolutely. And AJ Styles hasn't been there a yeah, long time, yeah. but I could see people looking up to him just because – let, let's be real. Everybody on that roster knows what he's done. Yeah, but you know what, bro? I don't think AJ wants to be that guy. You know what I mean? I don't think that's that's in AJ's makeup or personality. I don't think that's who he wants to be. You got to want to be in that role, you know? Guys, if you all haven't checked out Fightful this week, tons of stuff. We have you covered on every bit of the CM Punk UFC 203 stuff. We have more live viewing parties than any other website, period. And anywhere on the net, anywhere. Our podcasting is easily the most comprehensive. Mondays, we're with Rob McCarron of Shake Them Ropes, covering Raw and any MMA news. Tuesday nights, SmackDown with Jeff Hawkins of Shake Them Ropes, also covering MMA. Wednesday with Showdown Joe, who is actually commentating for Titan FC tonight. Uh, Thursdays, we are with former UFC star Matt Riddle, who competed at PWG last weekend, evolved this weekend. We're talking MMA and pro wrestling. Of course, Fridays with Vince Russo, who has Rocky Mountain Pro. We're going to talk about that shortly. Tomorrow night, back with Showdown Joe after UFC 203, talking all of that news. Sunday night with Alex Pawlowski, who covers uh, tons of uh, WWE pay-per-views, wrestling shows for us. Then we reset it all and go right back. Podcasts all the time, exclusive content. Go register for the site at Fightful.com. Very important to our success. Also, uh, share the the pages on Twitter, Facebook, Reddit. Let people know about them if you don't mind. Like I said, guys, if you want to register our RSS feed to your Twitter, have at it, my friends. Have at it. Now, Vince, you, you do have Rocky Mountain Pro coming up very soon, making their TV debut. October, yeah, me too, man. October 1st, we're doing the tapings, and then the first show's going to air October 9th. How long will it take you to write yourself into the show and change the name to Rocky Mountain Bro? Very nice. Very nice, Sean. I, I, okay, now maybe, maybe two weeks. See? Yeah, very nice. Very nice. See, now you're going to have to fly me out for all this stuff. Very I nice. gave you that one for free. Yeah, I like it. So uh, how did these these – conversations with what is it, the hunt channel i don't want to get the, yeah, name the hunt channel yeah okay how did those begin did those begin once you came aboard yeah no bro basically i i had a conversation with the who is now the executive producer of the show um i had a conversation with the with the guy um a couple of times about different things and then uh you know he just called me one day and he goes listen i've got some time on the hunt channel on the dish network and i'm looking to put a wrestling program on do you know any you know independent organizations and i said yeah bro i'm working for one and that was it you know the rest uh, the rest was history as they say that's pretty awesome too i don't know if you're at liberty to to discuss anything like that is it like a time buy is it a barter deal yeah, no, bro, I, I could talk about like, that. Yeah, we, we get paid based on the advertising that is sold. That's a pretty pretty good deal, yeah. especially for an independent promotion. Yeah, we get paid based on the advertising that was sold. It's that simple. Because if if I if my memory serves me correctly, and I may be wrong, Paragon Pro Wrestling was on Pop TV before right. TNA was. Right. And they I, I'm pretty sure they had to buy in. Also, don't know how the hell they didn't get sued because they used like Gangrel and – uh, Victoria, Tara from TNA's like WWE themes. So did they must did, have did, been under- did they use the same names, bro? They used Gangrel too, and I know that that's a registered name with White wow. Wolf Entertainment. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised, yeah. bro. Yeah, because yeah, also obviously used- we're looking in all those things. You you can't do that stuff. Yeah, they they used an ACDC song that I'm positive there's no way they. No, could wow, yeah, show. see, bro, we're not we're not going to do that stuff. We know what we can and cannot do. Oh, there, when I showed you the Bobby Roode thing the other a few weeks ago? Yeah. Instant copyright strike. Oh, yeah. Instant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was a pain in the ass. I had to go back and edit, edit it out of the video. When the MMA promotion that I work for posts the videos on YouTube, they have to run a backtrack over top of the fighter's entrance music that they come out to live in the arena because you can't have that on your video. You can't yeah. make money off of it. Yep, yep. 
Copyright's a real thing. Uh, how do you go about getting around that in an independent promotion like that where something like theme music, is it very Yeah, important? well, you, you don't get around it, bro. I mean, anything that's copyrighted, you can't use without paying out the big bucks. But there are services, bro, that you pay a fee to, and they have a huge category of music that you can use. I mean, that's that's pretty much how it works. Do you have a theme, Vince? What was your theme? It, we, was, we, it was you we had like an off, Iron Man knockoff theme yeah, back we, in the day. We, didn't we you? definitely ripped off Iron Man. That was the gimmick. I remember Dave Grohl, the Foo Fighters, and Nirvana was kind of pissy about DDP having yeah. the, the knockoff Nirvana theme. Yeah, I remember that too. Yep. Have you ever had any of that? Had, had any backlash from people like that over themes, anything of that nature? Now, the only story I know that kind of cracks me up is that Madonna wouldn't let Grado use uh, Like a Prayer, which I thought was hysterical. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah there was a whole big to-do about it. You know, he, he tried to get her permission, and she said, absolutely not. <laughs> when was this? Oh, not too long ago when he went to TNA. Oh, gosh. So, yeah. so the thing is, I would imagine Billy Corgan probably reached out on his behalf. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. God. The, the, Corgan, I mean, they're lucky because, you know, with all the friends he has now, sure. like they've used Manson stuff and stuff like that. I love that. Yeah. That's my favorite. It's my favorite theme. They did those those music videos for the decay. Well, you know what, bro? The thing this thing is when when I when I came up with the beautiful people, I wanted to use the Manson song, sure. but we couldn't afford it. Man. I think yeah, I, I noticed that. I mean, they used for the dollhouse they used the, the song by Courtney Love and Hole. Yeah. So he's he's had that. I wonder wonder if they still have to pay for it if it's like a friendly deal. Have you ever asked him about that? Ah, uh, it's a friendly deal cuz That's I, awesome. Yeah, cuz yeah, well, you know he used to live with Courtney Love number 1 and he wrote a lot of her stuff. Her best album Corgan wrote Celebrity Skin and yeah. him and Manson are really tight. So he's trying to buy TNA. He said yeah. it straight out right. He's trying to buy it. He wants it. To me, this seems like this. Okay, so a couple years ago, I'll put it like this: Toby Keith was going to buy the company. He was right. going to buy the company right. and said, "If Dixie's involved, I'm out." Right. And he he peaced out. To me, Billy Corgan is probably I think doing the same thing. He's just going at it at a different angle and probably for a much lower lower price now. Yeah, no, I I, I agree, bro, because. Um... I don't know, bro. It seems that they want to move her out, but she's not in a hurry to be moved out. I mean, that's just the way it seems, you know? And that's a shame. She's keeping herself on TV, too. Yeah. Like, you got to get over it. You you just got to get over it. And here's the thing that I was always told. Well, she's doing it to save face. And in my mind, I'm like, that's really selfish. That's incredibly selfish. For someone who says that they care so much about the company and the people yeah. to cost so many people so many jobs. Sean, can I tell you something, bro? Sure. Knowing Dixie for a long time and what I think it's all about. Here's what I think is the is at the top of her list why she won't let go. And this is speculation, bro. You know, we, we all know the Carters and we all know her father's the big deal energy guy in um, Dallas. Okay, we all know that. Well, bro, you know, second to the throne or first to the throne is is his son, okay? Yeah. There's been a competition there Dixie's entire life to prove to her daddy that I'm just as valuable as my brother who you choose over me to run your company. That's always been there, bro, and I'm telling you the day – TNA ends for Dixie Carter. I think she deems it a failure in the eyes of her father. I really think that's what it is. I don't think it has anything to do with the wrestlers, her love. I don't think it has anything to do with wrestling. I think it always has to do with she had she set out to prove something to her old man. I can successfully run my own company. And the minute she's out, she's a failure. And I think I, – I honestly think that's what keeps it there, bro. I th yeah, as I said, I think it's a very selfish thing to claim publicly that you care so much about the company and the people that work for you. But over the past two years, she has cost 
so many people jobs by swallowing, not swallowing her own pride, not selling the company. There were rumors. I, maybe you can shed some more light on this. Was Spike interested in buying a stake of the company? No, I, 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 I never heard that, bro. I mean, I never, I, I don't, I don't believe that. Well, if they, if they were, if those rumors were true, that would have left them on the network and cost them a lot of money. You, you write an email calling the executives of a network dummies. Whew, that's a bad move. And you just won't, just won't swallow your, your pride. And I think that has to be done. Do you think that Billy Corgan can make that place recover? Do you think he can recover TNA and to what degree? Bro, I got to be honest with you, and I hate saying this, Sean. No. And, and I'll tell you why, bro. This is based on experience. I'll never forget when me and Ed went to WCW when it was in the shitter. And we spent three months br- breaking down the foundation and building, building, putting our foundation in place. And slowly but surely, we were getting the ra- the ratings up. But more importantly, we were building our house. Three months in, the carpet was pulled out from under me. You know, Sullivan runs it the next three months. The ratings went right back in the shitter. They called me back. And when they called me back, I knew you lost them. You, you ain't getting them back. You, you lost them. I, I knew that. Like, I knew that. I was still going to try to do my best, but I knew we had them. And then we lost them. I think TNA had them, and I think TNA lost them. And I, God, bro, I just, I don't see them getting that audience back to where it once was. And it's nothing against Billy. I, I, bro, I, I would not be able to get that audience back where it was. I think they had them and they lost them. I just do. I mean, if they miraculously get back to the heights that they once were at, great. But, man, they got a lot of people to get back. I'm going to have a little fun with some UFC 203 predictions, Vince. Let's do it, baby. Before I give you some really good news. Because I was undefeated last time, right? Yeah, right. Uh, you you almost – I think you were in last place, to be honest with you. Well, you set me up, bro. You set me up for failure. But that's okay, Sean Rossap. I'm ready to do it again, baby. Jessica Andrade versus Joanne Calderwood. How do you spell Andrade? A-N-D-R-A-D-E. Uh, she may be Italian, so I'm going with her. She's definitely Brazilian. Okay, but her name ends in an E, so I'm going to – since I've never seen her, I'm going to assume she's Italian. Uriah Faber versus Jimmy Rivera. Oh, of Jimmy Rivera. It could be an underrated pick, and I think you might get it right. I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna assume he's the he's the great 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 grandson of Victor Rivera, so I'm gonna go with Juan Rivera. Was Victor Rivera from New Jersey? Could have been, bro. CM Punk versus CM Nikki Punk, Gall. bro. I'm going with Punk, baby. I want Punk to win this thing. Fabricio Verdum versus Travis Brown. Travis Brown is the boyfriend of one Ronda Rousey. Fabricio. He could be Italian, bro. I'm going with Fabricio. He's super Brazilian as well. Hey, it's Brazilian, Italian, same thing. Half of one, six a dozen of another. The Cleveland native, the heavyweight champion, Stipe Miocic, defends the title in his hometown against Alistar Overeem, who was the last person to beat Brock Lesnar. I'm going with Overeem. I'm going with the Apollo Crew Rocky story here. Apollo was in his hometown, Rocky the underdog, boom, I'm going with that. Well, Overeem, I don't know if he's an underdog, but there you go. And I promised you some good news, Vince. Yeah. Eva Marie is set to co-star with Nicolas Cage in a new thriller. Good for her, bro. Good for Eva Marie. Bro, I saw that she dyed her hair a second time, but I, I didn't see the second time. So what is it now? I don't know what it is. I'll check her Instagram. Yeah, check her out because she was the redhead. Then I saw the, the black job, but I heard she died it again. I haven't seen the new pictures. I'm going to read you this synopsis. When Katie, Nikki Whalen, moves to town with her young daughter in order to start a new life after, an enduring, or after enduring abuse in her past, she quickly befriends another mother, Angela, and her husband, Brian, who is played by Nicolas Cage. Angela notices odd behavior from Katie and begins to question whether Katie's intentions are as innocent as she makes them out to be. 
or if something dark is lurking beneath the surface. This isn't a WWE gimmick, is it? Let's see. No, this is outside of the Good WWE studio. Good for her. Hope she does well. Which is shocking to me that somebody would hire her to act in a movie that was not made by WWE. Yeah. It really does. Let's see what color her hair is. Right quack. Pulling this up. Yeah, she changed it again, I read yesterday, but I didn't get a chance to look at it. Oh, yeah, all these recent pictures. Yeah, it's red again. Oh, it's red again. Yeah. I don't know why she changed it in the first place. I mean, she's got a, that's her signature, bro. Yeah, it is. Which, you know, who knows? Maybe knowing her, she never really changed it and just posted an, an old, old picture. picture. No, it looks like she definitely changed yeah. it. She did. Yeah. She absolutely did. Yeah. For a while, it was red and black. Then it was all red again. But I know why it's red again because despite her being suspended, she, oh no, I think it is still red and black. Hell, I don't know what color her damn hair is. She is filming stuff for Total Divas, even though she's suspended, because that is a separate contract. She is, in fact, not suspended from E. She's just suspended from WWE. Got you. Are you familiar with our new Thursday co-host, Matt Riddle? Vince? Bro, let me, let, are we going to go through? Oh, let, let's speak. Yeah, speaking speak of, no, I'm up. going, I'm going. Can, can I get into the website? Can I get into the my own website that I'm on? Can I get into it? James is the person to talk to on that. I'm I'll call you out, James. I know you're Come watching. Come on, James. I'm trying I'm trying to get get my name on the list. I can't even log in the fightful. You work for like six websites, Vince. We don't want you to screw us big time. Come on, man. <laughs> Either way, we are monopolizing all the bros. Matt Riddle is a big bro guy as well. So good, good. We should do a show, me and Matt, together. I think I could probably make that happen. That would probably probably be very interesting. I think he's from the Northeast, but he's been wrestling for PWG Evolve. He's a former UFC fighter. He actually got fired from the UFC on a four-fight winning streak after failing tests for marijuana twice. Wow. So, And WWE had a long look at him, and he said that they had told him they were going to hire him, and then I guess came back to him like, we're going to pass for now because of the weed stuff. But uh, what, 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 bro, what is, I know weed's illegal. I mean, I'm in Colorado, so it's not, but. Well, he's got a medical marijuana card. Yeah, but e- even if he didn't, how, does weed now enhance your performance? What, like, what does weed do to you that you're going to be suspended? Even that, like, the, the WWE, people, people, this is a common misconception. People are like, oh, well, WWE wrestlers and PEDs. That's not what they're testing for. They don't care. They don't want your heart to explode at 35. That's what they're testing for. The the UFC is testing for PEDs. The WWE's policy, from what I understand, is pretty lax on, like, some things. Like, the levels are way higher than most are, which is why a lot of times you'll see people pop for, like, synthetic weed or fat burners or things of that nature instead of, hearing somebody testing positive for steroids yeah. because from what I understand, the levels are much higher. I can't say that for certain, but, and, and marijuana isn't a suspension. It's a fine. But I think if you have those guys traveling like that, they got to have something besides ibuprofen. Yeah, bro. I mean, I, I, God, I it, think that's ridiculous. And if they're taking ibuprofen, that was a big thing for me when I was doing uh, amateur wrestling and submission wrestling, I wouldn't want to take ibuprofen because it's pure sodium and you would retain a lot of water as well. And if these guys are on TV with nothing but their nuts covered up, I would imagine they don't want to retain much water yeah. as well. Yeah. Pretty, pretty interesting. So what are you, well, I won't say looking forward to, what are you most interested in this weekend between UFC 203? Oh, bro, come on. Are you kept, bro, I'm not even, I'm not a UFC guy. I'm not a CM Punk guy. And I'm definitely more interested in that fight than anything happening in wrestling. Doesn't that tell you a lot of about it? Does. The, but, but the, bro, can, can I tell you something? Can we talk for a second or you got to wrap this thing up? I've got a few minutes. Sean Ross, can I tell you what the problem with wrestling is? Sean Rossap, sure. it was in black and white this past Monday night. It, it can't get any clearer than this. Between hour one and hour three, the WWE lost over 550,000 viewers. It's a fact. It's in black and white. 
That's how many people they lost. If we go by the argument of, okay, there's other devices, there's DVR, there's Androids, there's iPads, there's this, that, and the other thing. Okay, what, what you're saying then is 550,000 people decided to go from their television to their phone to watch the last hour of Raw. That is ludicrous. People tuned out of the show because the WWE had them and the WWE lost them because the show sucked. The main event was Owens and Zayn. Nobody freaking cared. Here's where the problem lays, bro. Those are the facts. Those are the facts. But here's the problem. You got your niche audience now of wrestling fans. You got the, that this is awesome and you deserve it, fans. And even when the facts are in front of them, they will still make up every excuse in the book why 550,000 people turned off their TV sets. So does that encourage the WWE to try harder? Does that encourage the WWE to say, holy shit, look, we lost 550,000 people. We better do better. No, no, because their entire fan base is making excuses for them, telling them it's all right, covering their ass. So that tells the WWE, These idiots are going to watch it no matter what we put on the show. And that's what's killing the freaking business, bro. Rather than than those fans saying, bro, you lost 550,000 people because the show wasn't interesting, because the show was boring, and because everybody turned it off. You guys need to do freaking better. That's what I say. That's why I consider myself a real wrestling fan. Wake the F up. You lost 550,000 people. You had them at the start of the show, and you lost them because the way you wrote the show sucked. But, you know, all those you deserve it, this is awesome people, are still telling them how great the show was. That's the problem, bro. I wish I had something to uh, to just ag you on with, but I don't. I agree with you. I I remember that promo that Vince McMahon cut, and he said, I think you're tired of having your intelligence insulted. There you go, bro. Yep. Yep. And it's like he forgot what he said 20 20 years ago. Yep. We are tired of having our intelligence insulted. Yep. Not only that, Vince, look at TV 20 years ago compared to today. 20 years ago, TV was primarily a bunch of campy sitcoms that ended – Oh, gee golly, we all love each other. Today, yep. Sean, you want to hear something funny, bro? You'll appreciate this. Bro, the last time I was working hands-on with a wrestling organization was probably about four or five years ago when I was working at TNA. When I was consulting, they would not let me go to a show. It was a big secret. I wasn't hands-on. I'm working with Rocky Mountain Pro again now, five years after the fact, and obviously I'm hands-on. Sean, do you know how many times I'm shooting pre-tapes and I'm shooting stuff in the back and I'm shooting in rings? And, you know, in my mind, there's a certain way to do that in the wrestling bubble. And do you know how many times, Sean, I'm catching myself saying, bro, you you can't do that. You can't shoot it. That way don't work anymore, bro. You you got to figure out a new way to do this. You know how much I catch myself doing that, bro, on the level of Rocky Mountain Pro? And here you have the WWE doing those things without a care in the world. One of my favorites is where they'll go backstage and they'll show somebody watching TV standing <sighs> sideways from the edge. Oh. Bro, and I'm like, wow. They did that. Bella, with, they did if it were Shawn Michaels, that's okay. His eyes a little wonky. Yeah, they did that with. Oh, uh, they did that with Owens this week. They still got the shot of the guy watching the match in the back. It's unbelievable, bro. And and not only that, they'll watch it sideways. Like yeah, this. yeah, yeah. I can't see you right now, Vince. Yep. But just so you know, I've got my eye on you because we've got a match coming up soon. Yeah, I mean, bro, there's just so many hokey freaking things that just don't work. But I got to tell you something, bro. On the other side of the coin, show, can I ask you this real quickly and then you can wrap up? Sure. Bro, you know what my only 
concern is about the deletion versus decay? Bro, you know how, like I tell you, like I watch a Ring of Honor, and when I see that in-ring work, to me, it's not wrestling. So that's why I'm not a fan of that product. If they named it something else, I'd be okay with it. But to me, it's not wrestling. Bro, I got to be honest with you. As much as an entertainment guy that I am, I think the final decay and TNA and the final deletion might have went to the extreme the other way. I, yeah. I think they've gone out outside of the boundaries of a wrestling show. You know what I'm saying, bro? That's my only thing. Like, I'm watching this, and I'm like, I love this, and I'm enjoying this, but this is kind of outside of the boundaries of yeah. a wrestling show. Did you feel that here's, way at all, bro? Here's where I think they're able to kind of skirt that a little bit because Matt Hardy is playing an absolute psycho, right? And, you know, like, generally, if this – you, I don't know if you remember when – Triple H broke into Randy Orton's house a few years ago. It was terrible. I never saw that, no. It was stupid. It was stupid. But what Matt Hardy does is every time before this, he's so crazy, he says, this must be documented. So he indicates that he hired a crew just to film this. Right. Because he's that crazy and he's that egotistical. And that he probably sat in his own production room and put it together himself. That's the feeling that I think it gives off. But I, I agree. I think they're trying to become more of like a variety show. Yeah, that's my only thing. As much as I love entertainment, everybody knows, man. Nobody loves them more than me. But I'm watching this, and I'm like, this is – I think this is on the other side too much. I think this week they had that. They had the press conference, which I really loved, which is very realistic. Like, it, it's, it is the absolute opposite. Then they had pro wrestling as well. So I think they're trying to take that variety method. Guys, Vince has several columns up per week. Uh, tons of stuff. Register at Fightful.com. That's the place to be. MMA, pro wrestling, boxing. We're working on some new filter systems. We're working on new homepages for pro wrestling, MMA, and WWE, or uh, boxing. That way, if you don't like one or the other, you can bookmark that page, visit it all you want. Like I said, register at Fightful.com. Tons of exclusives. We've got a lot of exclusives on CM Punk this week. Uh, we had one for Daniel Cormier recently. Lots from Bellator next week. I've got a ton of stuff. I have an article, everything you need to know about CM Punk's UFC debut. Vince, before we go, tell these people about the brand. Yeah, everybody, you know, podcast one, Monday through Friday, I got a different show with a different theme, and we bring guests on every single day of the of the work week, Monday through Friday. Check out podcast one, everything else, Rocky Mountain Pro, everything else, Realm Network, everything else is at Russo'sBrand.com. Oh, gosh, I got to bring this up before I go. So I am in a fantasy football league called the Canyon Cup, named after the late Chris Canyon. Oh, that's good for you, bro. Some some people named, uh, like Shane Helms are in it, former UFC fighter Luke Zakrich, uh, Luke Hawks, I believe, Andy Wrestler, Jim Nilsson, who somehow everybody knows. Nilsson ratings? No, not quite. Oh, sorry. We have some high-level comedians in there. Some some luminaries are in this. And finally this year, we moved from ESPN to Yahoo. I was so excited. And all, all for about a month, I had been hearing, the advisor is coming. The advisor is coming. Some sort of figurehead for this Canyon Cup League. It was revealed this week that the Disco Inferno oh, is no. the figurehead oh, of this God, Can you believe it? Holy crap. And can you believe I tried to kiss ass to him and say, I advocate the use of a standing figure four as a finish, which was a terrible finish, but it was one of his. He no-sold me. Didn't didn't even respond. Heaven help help you, Leak, bro. Ya boy. What's it? What do you call him? Glenn Gilbernetti. Glenn Gilbernetti. Who's your your quarterback on the team? Let me check real quick. You don't even know who you drafted as a quarterback. I mean, the season just started. I have two very important leagues. Two very important leagues. And I'm playing your other boy, Shane Helms, this week. Actually, I have Andy Dalton. I have Tyrod Taylor and Alex Smith. Uh, I'll probably get rid of Alex Smith later in the year. I I stashed a third one for when quarterbacks go down. It's a 14-team league. So somebody's going to need one on a bye week. But – I do have A.J. Green, Devonta Freeman. I have a pretty decent team. 
pretty decent team. Yeah, I'm I'm passing this year on fantasy football, bro. Well, how dare you? Yeah, yeah, and I think next year too. I think I'm done playing fantasy baseball too. But fantasy baseball is like a job for it me. Is, it is a job. It's exactly what it is, bro. And yeah, I'm I'm, I'm just too worn out. Either way, guys, go visit DraftBeast.com, the best in fantasy sports. Until tomorrow night after UFC 203, we are out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.